I, I would suspect what you sense when you're at satsang isn't about gathering knowledge. It's an inherent condition, yeah? So you get to sense it a little more than in most activities during the day. Because there's an association with it, satsang. not a reminder like a a cue word or a mantra it's more of a sense yeah a sense of of uh like going back where you never left yeah that's enjoyable doesn't it it doesn't matter if you understand what's being said or not or has nothing has nothing to do with what we think it has a lot to do with it's great. It's like taking, it's almost like taking a bath, so to speak. Yeah. You just sit in it for a while. You get up, you haven't done anything, but you feel refreshed. Yeah. Not bad. Oh, so for the friend of Dave B, how are you? Yeah. Your hair is on fire, or it's just an incredible color, one or the other. So wow. this is Mandy Paul. She's been here a lot. She's we just listen on different devices. Oh. oh, all right. So then you get you get the direction of it all, yeah. To the the futility of trying to know what you already are, or trying to use what you are to know what you are, <laughs> and all of these other gymnastics that occur from a lack of recognition of the obvious futility of uh, using light to seek light, yeah? Using big M mind to seek mind, using Buddha to seek the Buddha. Now, a way of light, radical mind, Buddhism would sound pretty good if you weren't hearing it from the Buddha, the mind and the light. If you were hearing it from Paul, Buddhism would sound good. The way of light would sound good. Radical mind would sound good. I want some of that. But in fact, we're mind, Buddha, light. That's the fundamental See, you could see it as a bump and step over it, or you could stop one or the other, yeah? If you see it as a bump and step over it, sooner or later, you're going to stop. <laughs> if you just stop uh, and let shit catch up to you, really. Yeah, like, I had it, I had a precursor to non-duality which was recovery, getting struck sober. And uh, a lot of facts in my life uh, caught up with me, yeah? I was in a large, I wasn't, but uh, what was going on was in denying a lot of facts and uh, trying to replace them with other facts, yeah? <laughs> So finally, something struck me sober, really. And the first fact that became clear was I don't want to use 
a word that captures the feeling better, but let's say I'm screwed. And then the other was a managerial quality, really. <laughs> Those two things suddenly, which were facts all along, became facts. You see, this is what happens in dreaming. In dreaming, the facts really don't matter. Are you there? In the dreaming, the facts don't matter. Yeah, it's going to, things are going to appear to you being either false or true. Yeah. So we play a huge role here in dreaming because facts don't matter, but it is a fact. Now, when it becomes a fact for you, that's the traveling lighter here. Yeah. What fuels that is the fact, but what ignites it is coming to that fact. Yeah. Coming to that conclusion or being brought to that conclusion. Now, I believe enough people here have done enough, which means the requirement is nothing. So whatever you've done has been enough to uh, see the futility of using yourself to find yourself, obviously. Yeah, hopefully. If not, satsang will bring you there an easier, softer way. Some people had to have some rude awakenings so the root awakenings, it doesn't matter the, in a way, the ends justify the means, whatever seems to trigger the thing is great. Yeah. And now you, now you're awake to being awake. Yeah. Where maybe you were asleep to being awake. Now the fact is awakeness, but how it's going to translate as a, as a huge effect here isn't just because it's a fact, but that it's a fact to us. Yeah. In other words, we have arrived there and we're convinced. And then in that, at that point, you are now in the dreaming, seemingly awake. So in the dreaming, it's appearing you're awake. The fact is we're all awake. But in the dreaming, you can appear to yourself as not awake, or you can appear to yourself as awake. Yeah, it's not appear to yourself, just you appear that way. Yeah. Now, for me, this is the dualistic expression of the undifferentiated. So there's a broad thing of traveling heavy and traveling light. Yeah. I would say what what stabilizes the traveling light, it doesn't mean everything gets great, but you go over whatever comes up in a much lighter manner yeah so let's say there's a traveling light and and that that the root of that basis is being awake to certain facts the traveling heavy is being asleep to certain facts <laughs> the facts are the same it doesn't matter that you're a lion it, it doesn't yeah it matters that you're not a sheep that's the important thing yeah because you're a lion already yeah but what happens now is there's been an established idea that we're a sheep that in time supersedes the lion now in the world of fact the lion is never superseded by the sheep but in time the sheep can be presupposed before the lion yeah or as the lion really now does that change the fact that you're a lion? No, but how you're going to live is as if you're a sheep. Yeah. 
let's say that would be the heaviness. Yeah. So which one seems to make more sense? Should I keep trying to study more about being a lion or recognizing I'm not a sheep? A lot of us have done the former. We studied about being a lion. We practiced to be a lion. We made a vow to be a lion. We worked a lot to become a lion. <laughs> and you find yourself here. <laughs> so it's worked. <laughs> the failing of the system is this success yeah so now you're here with a recognition that you're not going to get it it's not on an experiential level i'm not going to have it and one good thing is i'm not going to lose it <laughs> so now those facts appear to be facts to you yeah <laughs> for something to appear to be a fact it doesn't have to be a fact yeah. So false evidence can appear to be a fact to us and then we'll, we'll go off like a chicken without a head. Now, what would happen if true evidence would appear to be a fact? Man, that's got some major mojo. That's got some power. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, you ran into the fact. <laughs> you don't have to make it anything in a way. And therefore, the fact, uh, <laughs> I have gotten, in a way, so much explanation without looking for it from, from the imitation of duality. It just explained everything. <laughs> it explained everything <laughs> in so many ways. And... Uh, Something that had never found peace was put to rest. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. And I, man, I couldn't be more in the day if I could be. <laughs> Not because I become an expert of how to get into the moment. I am completely convinced I can't be out of a moment. <laughs> completely convinced i just don't see it yeah so now facts are appearing to be true <laughs> instead of false evidence appearing to be true facts are appearing to be true that's got a lot of juice yeah 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 so the thing that hit me when i was going to satsangs and then I felt certain things and I didn't feel like they were being emphasized. And then I found them stated in Ramana's stuff and Nisargadatta, there's a statement of Nisargadatta talking about, I'm not talking to your head, I'm talking to the consciousness. Yeah, sort of same, I seem to have gone there and found that out, yeah. So I had this seat assignment I'm sharing and it was us. I hit a point where that was that. Yeah. If and it was so clear that if you don't see this activity of being the sheep, you're going to be looking from it. 
And from when you're looking from it, you may start looking for the lion, quote unquote, as the lion. Yeah. All the while taking yourself to be a sheep. I don't see how things can go any other way unless it's seen before the sheep takes over. See? Or seeing it from what you are, because the sheep isn't going to get there. <laughs> the sheep's whole agenda is to, it's not a sheep. That sheep programming is to reinforce the sheep programming. That's what it does. Yeah. If it, if there's a revelation, it's a lion, it calls it a peak uh, sheep experience. <laughs> With, with this understanding, you, you won't be surprised when you see it. You'll see it as a mechanical act. And then you'll get to a real strong rub, which is sense of choice of volition. Because a lot of things, why we don't want to see it is because we think we have an inordinate amount to do with it. Yeah. Who wants to be the obstruction of all truth? <laughs> Nothing is the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Show up and see what happens. Maybe like in the course, it would say these cryptic things, you know. uh, There's a solution to the problem that there was no need for correction. Yeah. So basically, The problem is rooted in imagination in a sense, yeah? It's being imagined or it's appearing to be true. So a real solution wouldn't work because it would imply there's a real problem. So there is no need for a solution because inherently there's no problem, yeah? It's beautiful. Yet there's a problem, you need need a solution. But when you entertain the solution, it tells you there is no problem. So there's no need for the solution. It's like the thorn story. You, you, you know, the thorns bothering your foot pretty badly. You look around on the ground, you find another thorn, you pull out the first thorn that's causing the pain. You don't replace it with the second thorn. You throw both away, yes? Yeah. So you see the misunderstandings. They don't need to be replaced with, a, with a, a, another understanding. Yeah. You could just go free fall. You could just go free range. Yeah. Yeah. See how it goes. So, all right. Anyone, if anyone has anything they'd like to share or ask or whatever, I'll do my humble best. Yeah, Mike. Yeah. Uh, No hands. Uh, hey, John Luna. John has his hand up. Hey, what's up, Mike? What's up, Paul? How you doing? Good. Good, good. Um, I just want to say, uh, you're coming to the East Coast, so I'm excited about that. And uh, I just, yep. uh, I wasn't sure on the thing. I just wanted to ask real quick. 
uh, we, we can't attend Dover. Yeah, Friday is uh, at this rehab center, and it's going to be for the residents only that night. Okay, okay, I got you. All right. Time, time, you know, I thought I, I thought like I usually do. I could override that, but I got a message from them, making it clear they want it to go that way. So, yeah. So okay. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday will all be open. Yes. All right. Because it's like clients. Well, I, I said, what, what what makes um, I said maybe if I I've been going to Paul's meetings and my client I didn't know a client is Zen bitch though. Um, <laughs> no, it's not a. We probably should should have used what Michael used, resident, not client. It's a resident. Yeah. yeah. So people anyway. who are involved in the pro, yeah, the rehab. Great. Um. Other than that, you know, man, I just shared my. I'm gonna do the story and, you know, yeah, do it that way. Okay, so you'll be in Massachusetts and Pennsylvania uh, on another uh, one day at each place. One day in Pennsylvania, one day in Massachusetts. Yes, Monday. Yeah, Monday in Doylestown, Pennsylvania. Tuesday uh, in Great Barrington, and both. We'll probably get early, so if you have my phone number, we're going to be around before the meeting and after the meeting, obviously. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I don't. I so don't we'll have be driving. Phone. Maybe Michael so gives. Okay. We'll be driving okay. to the meetings earlier in the day and hanging out. Yeah. All right. So what should I do? I'll email you maybe and get that information. Yeah, just email me, and then I'll give you my phone number. I'll give you my phone number and then just stay in touch with me. All right, great. Thanks, Paul. I appreciate it, man. And, uh, you know, I love the message and uh, I love having the horse before the cart. So I just let you know. I just listen and uh, pass it on. But uh, it always, the key, I don't know, for me, man, is that this, the inherent intelligence picks up what you're saying and, you know, it's kind of overrides the mind. So that's what's really the, that's definitely uh it's good man it doesn't my mind can't fix the problem so it just can yeah it can express from that place it can be used as a tool but um it can't be used as a tool to solve a problem that only that it's really the it's just misidentification but yeah you, the way you explain a man it always is great so I just, uh, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys when you come. Thanks. Oh, great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting you, John. Hey, listen, also, you see, uh, the head, the mental process tries to use the mind, yeah? Mm -hmm. The only way it can, it sees everything sort of in as a tool, so to speak, yeah? Yeah. And it has a way of using it. This is the recognition. Uh, those are not your uh, devices. And the mind can, uh, can be quite different than uh, how the mental state uh, holds it. Yes? Yeah, definitely. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. know what? So when you 
when you lose when you when you lose interest or the faith in let's say intellect uh these other all these qualities that have value but sometimes the intellect sees things in an intellectual way yeah another aspect of the head sees things in that way when the fact this is no way yeah and so right. when those those ways of knowing and understanding and grokking are seen to be not useful concerning what you are there's a there's a yeah something something shifts and there's faith in something uh i think far, far beyond how the mental state sees mind yeah yeah, Just, yeah. you know I, I, so I in a way to... i'm sorry go ahead Paul. Yeah. no no a lot of ways it's almost like you get dumbed down in some respects because uh you've seen the limitations of these tools yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah you know uh, I, talk, I talk to a few people and, and sometimes when uh it's coming through me real clear it comes through me in a lot of the ways that your way is so direct is from here to here and uh I have a discussion with some people that are interested in these things and it'll come up and it's like almost the feeling is they they don't want the search to end like it's like it's so in a way like this is this it's so simple you're already starting from the the finish line and and i noticed that i'm i've been that same person too you know i mean don't get me wrong but i've noticed that so it's a certain part of a person. I don't know if it's always conscious or not that they're not ready to hear that. They they still want the the drawn out sort of process. Yeah. Well, because you know? they an an identity forms. Right. It's another suit in the closet, and there's a sense of security in wearing it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're fond of it. The mental state's fond of it. And right. uh, yeah, so it doesn't. There's the mental state has an investment in it. So when it we have that old story of the pooper scooper to try to point that out, <laughs> where the pooper scooper guy thinks he has the answer to picking up shit, yeah. And then when he's interested, and then he becomes a big circuit speaker and very writes books and has autographed pooper scoopers selling and shit going around the world. He's an expert, whatever, asked to speak at things. And so basically the head has crystallized around an identity. And so when he hears the message, just find the dog, he's a little bit, there's a resistance to that or almost seeing as antagonistic or a threat to his solution. Yeah. 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 So it's just a nat it's not natural. It's just a, a pattern of how the head uh, seeks an identity in things All anything that it believes is the doer of or the thinker of it will gradually or quickly uh, put on that suit. Yeah. Right. And uh, yeah. So you if you see it, 
then it can go in the in in the walk-in closet and walk around at suits. And <laughs> it doesn't mean any that much anymore. It doesn't. When it's right. you, you're thinking it's you. You've got to stop that. No, you're right. not that. What you you what you got to do is see it, and that's that's not even the case. But it's not about dropping it or stopping it. It's seeing because just an awareness of what's going on will uh, will reshuffle shit. You don't have to think. You know. Uh, the ace goes here, the king, you know, no, you'll, you'll observe where the king and the ace is put. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, even for me too, but like, I, I see it now more like I could see it in other, you know, people still grappling with this. And a lot of it is this sense of like, oh, I'm not, you can hear it in the story of, I'm not, I'm not worthy enough. I'm not ready enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not loving enough. All these different things. And I just want to say, no, 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 no. Like that's nothing. That's really nothing to do with it. I mean, that it's like, I mean, those things, those things happen, I think, but, but they happen because um, of the one thing, which is the, the, the knowledge of your, like you were saying, just, it's always it, but, we don't know where it like so once the it can you get more convinced yeah you naturally become more loving like you always say like oh it's not paul paul wouldn't be here every night and i can see that in myself like yeah i wouldn't do this i wouldn't be you know i would be preoccupied with myself you know or whatever the case may be but i wouldn't get there oh, yeah. by trying to do that you know what i mean like that's the that's the switch like i used to be caught up in no i gotta do this first and then it'll happen but no no it's no first again you see so what occurs is the faith in all your little devices that you call yours and i call mine there's a loss of faith in it yeah it's great it's it's fantastic and then it's put to a use where it can excel like you know remembering where the keys are or, or putting getting you know getting the right nut for the right bolt and then feeling you know proud to do that (laughs) yeah that's when it's the uh you know the captain of the ss enterprise things are gonna go awry (laughs) it's just not it's that's beyond its pay scale yeah (laughs) yeah so so yeah i mean Um, that's the whole point of non-duality it has nothing you know whatever however you want to see it the way i feel it's it's presented is like you said you're at the finish line already being ourselves reality so it takes obviously it it uh, sucks a lot of air out of <laughs> one of the big balloons of searching you know and uh and then you get the you get left and you see the emperor with no clothes. You, yeah, you do. And it, you see a lot of the clothes the emperor wears. And uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not, and it's you, not about, I've got to keep the emperor naked. It has nothing to do with that. It's the seeing of it all. Awareness, uh, the sense of awareness is 
it's like the scent or the smell of awareness yeah so you have a sense of awareness when there's awareness yeah and sometimes it's easier to sense awareness when there's a clear ringing bell like the the note and the tone just ver- you know reverberates because it's clear like in zen you're seeing blue is blue and red is red you're seeing the horse is before the cart and yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. this this this, these meetings is a clear ringing bell and you used to say to me like um i said i can't stop reading books you know and um i just started naturally stop reading as you know i was obsessive you know and uh when I stopped, it was because I didn't feel there was something that wasn't aching for something. And then, but then the thoughts would come, oh, yes. this can't last. I, I got to start reading books. It, it's going to, I need to keep refreshing my my understanding. I got to, and it was just, a, I saw it as a pattern of, of trying to bring me back, trying to bring back that illusion that it's something to be found and lost. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Addictive in nature yeah Yeah. it's addictive in nature so people i'd have people get in touch with me and they watch 15 hours straight of satsangs (laughs) the family was asking them to come to breakfast and they had the door locked and they were just fucking insane trying to get something you know and uh these are like uh the exaggerated events of the emperor with no clothes. It's really hanging out and hopefully so it'll be easier to see if you have the ears to hear, yeah? But uh, more and more stuff gets revealed and and it hits a certain point where there's no need anymore for revelation about what you're not. (laughs) You just, uh, there's a new establishment and uh, yeah. Its usefulness has run its course, and now you're just completely in the day (laughs) without constantly saying and thinking, I'm completely in the day. (laughs) Right. That's like the letting go. You're not trying to check. You're not checking. You're not not like, oh, well. You know, when Ramana would, what I read, uh, you know, when he would go off on who am I and from whence we come. And he would say, you know, that's not a practice. It's not something formal. You can't do it like a discipline. And it's meant to sort of uh, make something obvious that you've never left where you thought you wanted to get to. So you would just, there would be a, who am I? And that negation of that false distance and time and then brought back to where you've always been. And at that point, you'd stop asking, yeah? And you'd just enjoy. And then if the head got up and started going fast and you felt you got on that train, you just ask, who's on that train? And then you'd be jump off the train and you're still at the same station that you thought you left. And after a while, bringing brought immediately, taking absolutely no time to get back to the station you thought you left, it becomes obvious you never left the station. Yes? <laughs> yeah. All yeah. those brain rides were made, <laughs> they're made up. You never leave the station, ever. <laughs> so, yeah. 
<laughs> so then you can enjoy the train ride <laughs> because it doesn't make you it doesn't you don't leave the station enjoying the train ride all <laughs> 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 yeah, so these things of you know i'm damned if i do and i'm damned if i don't it's you know it's uh that those things they break on their own yeah there's no breaking them they just break on their own they're brittle and they're old and they're fucking you know yeah yeah so you just uh the mind opens up and then it reaches out in a different way not through intellect not through rationalization not through anything it just it has a different sense yeah and then it brings into great light the mental logic that we rely on or we don't there's a reliance on and it's and it just brings up a verdict that that it's insane completely insane yeah it makes sense when you're in it but when you see it it's insane it's premised on an idea that Hwang Po sufficiently decapitated in one sentence. Whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. Yet the narration in the head is the perceived Paul, this object, is what's perceiving. Now, yeah. yeah that makes everything stiff. In a weird way, maybe because of years and years of disillusionment, I have more faith in Hoang Po's take than I do on the head's take. (laughs) (laughs) I swear, I'd put my money on Hoang Po every day. (laughs) So what is he saying? I mean, just to make it super clear, maybe I'm wrong, but the perceived would be this object, yes? Right. When I'm looking into the zoom, there's an, a visual perception of objects that are called Jim and Amelia and Paul. Yes, that would be that's in the realm of perceived. Yes. Right. And so and then there's perceiving. So obviously what's perceiving cannot be perceived. So what's perceiving is not in the realm of perceived. It's not an object. You can't objectify it. Yes? Beautiful. Very, very. Now, just hold that for a second and then go for about two minutes snippet of the head. The head's whole narrative is based on the exact opposite premise. It says the perceiving is verifying that the perceived is what's perceiving. Yeah? It's wild, eh? Yeah. So the mental state uses the perceiving to verify that the perceived is what's perceiving. It's like a parasite. Yeah. So you see that. Okay, what happens? I don't know. Find out. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I would say in in this case, uh, so the, the game of Monopoly was seen but there was a loss of interest in the Eiffel Tower, the boot, the this, that. I just, I just didn't. Uh, yeah. So yes, thanks, John. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing you.
yeah. yeah. Email me. I'll send you my phone number. And uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Thanks, Paul. Good talk. There you have it. Yeah. Good to hear you, John. And uh, oh, their hand went down. Any other hands hey. want to go up? Can you guys hear the chimes? Yeah. Some, yes, some no. They're quiet right now, but sometimes they're quite, quite. Um, Wind isn't that strong today. Yeah. They're beautiful both ways, even when it's barely heard. I'm so happy to hear from John Luna. That was nice. You know, Michael, Mike. Yeah. Uh, you know those those doors that uh, when they open, they close automatically. You mean store doors? And store doors at the house, they have a little thing on the bottom, and it pulls mm. the door back. Yeah. Yeah. That's sort of like the mental state. The door opens, but the habit is always to close, to pull back. Yeah. The first reaction, what doesn't react is what we are, but the first reaction from the mental state is a whole is closing the door. Yes. So the hearing, how do you close the door? There's hearing. Then the emphasis switches to the hearer. That's closing the door. Yeah. It's feeling like just now with the chimes and the, there's some water running here. So you're hearing water running, chimes playing. Yeah. And then the mental state's last move is to say, I'm hearing the chimes. Yeah. So now the hearer shows up and that's sort of like that door that's open has the habit of closing. Yeah. And especially if you think you opened it, then it has a strong habit of closing. Yeah. When you see 
that this is a gateless gate, yeah? There's no need for a door to open or to close. That it's always, always available at all times. Yeah. So let's say the hearing can capture every note. The hearer, it becomes unbearable to the hearer after five or six notes, yes? It's got to frame it. It's got to neuter it and replace it with the noun, yeah? Mm -hmm. There's nothing has to be done. Just see it, see it, yeah? Because that which extends, extends. When the head thinks the door is closed, it ain't. Yes? It's like something's like wild and open, and then the head reacts with a, it's almost like putting up a fence, yeah? But, usually but is the beginning of an, of like a wall. <laughs> P-U-T, a big wall, yeah? No. And a lot of us stop there because we think it's us that did it. It's not us. Yeah. It's the head. Yeah, it would be like trying to watch a video only by rewinding and analyzing everything that you thought you had to catch up with <laughs> instead of just letting it play. Yes. Yes. Because it's, see, again, uh, how best to hide timelessness, chop up time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, uh, John R. has his hand up. John R. Hey, Paul. How you doing? Good. Good. Okay. Um, so is this what you call the silent witness? Uh, you know, there's that term floating around out there. I would say just silence. I don't like the idea of witness. It sounds like there's someone that's a witness or something. Yeah. So maybe witnessing silence. Yeah. I just don't like, uh, I like to add the ING to things. Yeah. Just works better. How's that work? Like, I'm, I don't know where this is coming from. Um, like the Sufis say it's the perfume. So that, does that then become perfuming? Hmm. Yes. Yeah. The smelling. Well, there's a, without, there has to be a smelling of a perfume. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of the perfume and then the one who smells it, is perfume and smelling yes nice eh? so let's say there's witnessing what i silent witness it you know just witnessing but there's no witnesser yeah because it sounds like when i used to hear them say witness it sounded like there's a person <laughs> or something that's witnessing as if it could do anything else it's witnessing and then it's whittling later and then it's 
caught doing some carpentry, you know. No, I just, that's why I, I like to uh, verbize the language when we're speaking. That's why I don't like the word dream. I like dreaming. Yeah. Because uh, there could be tons of dreaming without a dream. Yeah. So, yeah, just uh, just something that uh, got emphasized over the years of sharing. Yeah. Mm. I yeah. just come in yeah. with that trying to wake people up but who's trying to wake them up and they're already awake yeah. they just don't know it so there's no problem there no there isn't yes life goes on Life goes on anyway. In what well, I don't know, yeah, is that some geometric plan that we're all in, or what? I don't know. I don't believe there's a we that's in anything really. But yeah, it could be ge geometric planning playing out. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I have no interest. Yeah, the idea of waking people up is uh, makes no sense to me. Yeah, it doesn't work anyway. Well, and it was ha I'm happy it made no sense to me. <laughs> I can learn the easier softer way. Yeah, I never have anything to say. The idea of, uh, don't you have that feeling when a silent witness, it sounds like something, yeah? Yeah, it's giving it a personality, I see what you mean. Yeah, so you, you'd like to sort of, uh, that's like, we can see it almost as a noun, yeah? So the head likes to make it a noun, but the verbing is really the quality, yeah? Yeah? Yeah, I guess just seeing it from the verbing takes that nounness away, and the, the very word silent takes the personality away, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Yeah, it takes, but the thing is, recognizing uh, the old mistakes. Uh, in a seat assignment like I'm here, you want to uh, be as clear as you can at the time. Yeah. Yeah, because the subtleties of the My head, you said, what? The subtleties of those actions, let's say, where they, where they start, how do they kick in? Well, yes. And the point is, see, if, you know, the horses get out of the barn and then it's, yeah. So then it becomes a story of a, the silent witness, and, you know, or uh, the, the radically cleared observer. It's still framed as a noun. Yeah. yeah. 
that's the identification. And I'm the point, it's just like when you say uh, non-action, it doesn't mean no action. It means an action without the sense of an identified actor. Yeah, that's non-action is action without an actor. How hard is that if that's the fact? If the fact is there's actions without an actor, it's not like a come to Jesus moment. It's a when you when it becomes obvious, it's so fucking obvious that that's how it is. <laughs> it's not like, oh, it just switched in 2022 when I saw it. No, there's never been an actor doing all the doing. Yes. Hallelujah. There's no witness witnessing everything. Yeah. There's everything witnessing. Yeah. It's just on and on. So, yeah. As a communication thing, language has some value. You have, you know, you want to attempt to uh, describe the indescribable or more importantly, describe the describable to the best that you can so that it triggers something in a listener or the listening. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, a lot of things will withstand the old way of seeing things will withstand satsang quite easily. Yeah. Look at what it's done. Non-duality for a lot of people is seen as a path. Yeah. They believe there was a day they entered the path. They believe there's, you know, the, they're going to get it. They're going to get something. And then they're going to have to go through the constant uh, frustration that it doesn't seem stabilized and all like this. But I don't see it that way. I see non-duality as a fact that if heard brings into stark contrast the misunderstandings that our life seems to be based on. And then suddenly the ground that we rely on is replaced by something reliable. Tell you the truth. Yeah. Not by adding but by negating, yeah? Negating the assumed fact, yeah? And not replacing with anything because the fact is the fact, yeah? You don't have to go get it and replace the assumed fact. The assumed fact is like a little membrane over the fact. And the only thing that keeps bringing us to the membrane is an extreme interest and attention. When you lose interest in you, then you can see through the membrane and there's the fact. The brain membrane does not have to be scraped off or burnt off. It's perfectly okay. Yeah, it is. There's no requirement necessary. Hmm. And there isn't, by hearing God saying, New subtle requirements become the new requirements. No, there's no subtle requirement. This isn't, all right, we've gone over the crude requirements. 
Now we've got to get a sharper machete to cut through the more subtle requirements. That goes on and on and on, don't you see? I'm not going anywhere. I am not going anywhere. I'm here at this Wednesday in Northern California. My whole life was going somewhere, trying to go somewhere, trying to get somewhere else than where I thought. That is dead. Yeah, I'm here and I did not arrive here through Herculean effort. I arrived here by recognizing the absurdity of what I was believing or what the head was believing. Yeah. This whole idea of you're out of the moment and you've got to do shit to get into the moment. That's insane. Yet it sold tons of books. Yeah. I remember we have a little skit about it. You know, you get the first book, how to get into the moment, and then you read it quickly and you practice some of the exercises and you can't wait for the next edition, how to really get into the moment. And then it's the third edition, how to really, really get into the moment. It'll just go on and on and on and on and on. I'm on, I'm in the moment at the ninth degree degree of being in the moment. Don't you see? If you get, if you allow an inch, there'll be miles and miles and miles. (laughs) They'll be added on every step of the way, when you think you arrived, a whole new piece of highway will be formed. Yes? And you'll just be moving, 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 moving. Like an addictive cow to an imagined trough. This puts an end to it before it begins. Being ourselves reality. Everything is looking exactly the way it is right now, being ourselves reality. Can you imagine that? Can you wrap your head around that? No, it's impossible. It's incomprehensible that this and being ourselves reality is coinciding. How could it be? But it seems to be, eh? Are you going to try to understand the ununderstandable or just freaking let go of those devices of knowing and figuring out and getting it. You're not going to. It's a deterrence in a way. It's one value is it's going to fail, which is great. So you don't have to stop. You're going to arrive at the same place. The futility of trying to get something you can't get. Yeah, hallelujah. Nothing fails here. That's the beauty, don't you see? I thought I had years of living that had no value. I pondered over it eight days on cocaine. I pondered on every fucking move I had made. I saw no value in it at all. I was a parasite, a leech. I'd take anything I could, yeah? And then I entered into recovery, and that which I called having no value was put to great use. Yeah. What did that show me? That I had, I looked through a very, very myopic little window. Yeah. That's what it showed me. Can you imagine how refreshing to be proven completely wrong? To see that if you had, if you gave me a chance, I would have thrown it away. 
yet it became super valuable. Is that just a strange phenomena? I see it as a principle, tell you the truth. I do. What can a failed system show you? It's failed. That's incredible. I mean, and if you and if you're convinced of that, there's a moving on. There's no you moving on. There's a moving on from that topic. I swear. Yeah. These tributaries that you feel like you have to cross and build a bridge over, they dry up. These mental tributaries, they dry up and the attention interest goes back to the source. Goes back to right here, right now. And it doesn't detour into the mental fucking what's not happening. It doesn't. It goes directly and parks right here. Yeah. And that one thing that you were looking for, you now look from. Yeah. And it puts to rest a lot of shit that wasn't being put to rest. Yeah. I find it as the last answer, tell you the truth. It brought it, it, it brought it about absolutely no need for any other answer concerning this topic. That's a pretty damn good answer. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks. Thanks, John. Thank you, Paul. Thanks. Thanks, John. And I appreciate the, the, the witness questions because for me, that was like th this assumption that I would be, you know, uh, uh, tied to a chair and like you'd just be witness. You could just witness hell. You would have no choice. And then like, you know, the, and then the Course of Miracles kind of took a different tact with, you know, saying that you're the deciding aspect of the mind. And so like seeing how neither one of them worked was, you know, part of the opportunity to see how nothing worked that way. <laughs> because yeah. a lot of people the vic i mean the witness thing doesn't work it's like what the fuck you're, you're just gonna watch something <laughs> that didn't work at all <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well then then there's watching everything appearing as something yeah that's quite different and there was no other hands up and James has already left. <laughs> oh, it did. Oh, it's after eight. <laughs> Is it after eight already? Not quite. Oh, it's eight oh one. Oh yeah, it is. Oh, it is. It is just. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Well, you want to end it tonight? It never ends, does it? No. Unless anybody else I mean, wants to raise their hand, I see none. Hey, Mike, I got a question. Are you coming to the East Coast? I'm actually in New York, and we'll see him in Great Barrington. But uh, we're moving, so I won't be able to go down to New Jersey, Pennsylvania. So I'm sorry I'll miss you. You're not in San Francisco anymore? No, I left in March. Oh, all right. So, yeah, yeah, I'm actually I'm moving to New York, I mean, uh, to Massachusetts, and I'm in New York right now. All right. I hope it's working out for you. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's great. I'm on the Hudson River, and it's just beautiful here. 
Oh, Hudson River is great, man. That's really nice. Yeah. Um, oh, so you're going to be at the one of the meetings, you said? In Great Barrington, Massachusetts. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. I'll probably see you there then. Great job. Oh, by the way, and, and you'll be in uh, both Saturday and Sunday, the 25th and 26th, are available in um, uh, Dover, Dover, right? Yeah, they're, all, they're all available except for Friday. Except for Friday, right. To be clear, yes. I assume they were going to allow Friday, but I got a letter, like I said, an email. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, Mike, thank you so much. Hey, hey, thank everyone who comes here and who sets this up. Yeah, because I entered this meeting just like everyone else. <laughs> Someone sets up the room and everything, so. Thank you, Mike, and everyone else. Yes. We got Janine Freedom. Nice to see Janine. Janine, I'll see you Saturday. Yeah, great. We've got Linda. I don't see you, Linda, but Stuart. There he is. Anazian. Kathleen. Yeah, there she is. Nice to see you, Kathleen. I knew, as always, fantastic. Yeah, I feel very, very uh, appreciative of everyone tonight. Yeah, we got Craig May. Nice to see you, Craig. Yep. Uh, David and his lovely cohort. There she is. I re I'm sorry, I don't remember names well, but and then the big dog. Yeah, there he goes. PK. DK, I can feel you closer, brother. I'm on my way there. You got to come awesome. over or something. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to try to get, definitely get to, to one. It's, it's awesome, man. I was hoping for Long Island, but uh, hey, everywhere well, we, we go is Long didn't, Island. We, didn't, we just, we just uh, relied on what we used to do. We didn't really look at yeah. anything. Yeah, so. Awesome. Thank you, man. It's great yeah. to hear you. We're not leaving yet anyway. It'll be the 23rd, I think we go. But And there'll be the talk on Saturday and Wednesday. Yeah, everything will, will happen. Except for the first, the Thursday, the 23rd, I won't have a, a recovery thing. All right. So we got Walter. Nice to see you, Walter, as always. We got uh, Lucas. Pleasure. Alex, I'll be seeing Alex soon. That'll be nice, very nice. Bill Churchman, he's on the he's on the dance card too. I'll be seeing him and Kathleen. Stefan on having that left. One day I'll see Stefan. I've seen him already, but Rami. There he is. There she is. Nice to see you, Rami. Yeah. Your plan sounds sound is seems sound to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where else? I lost her. Uh, oh, Angie. Always a pleasure, Angie. Yes. I've a nice uh, communication this week at the other talks. Kerry, as always. Yes, my little Avian brother. John W. 
Always a pleasure, John. I'll be seeing him hopefully in September in Italy. Ash, there he is. I haven't seen you in a while. It's always a pleasure. Great talk, great talk, Paul. Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you, bro. It was probably because you were here. I had a. <laughs> it was great to a, see you again. I had to be on top of the game, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. <fine. laughs> There's John Luna. Uh, who else is here? We've got Chris, Chris G in front of the door. We got Mia. Uh, she looks like she's in one of those dream sequences underwater. Sort <laughs> of weird, yes. My my distant aunt is appearing. It's a ghost. Wow, trippy. Alan, oh, thank you for all the support, Alan. And just thank you for coming. Michelle, I see her moving around. I see. Thank you. Oh. I don't ever tire of listening to this, this message. So thank you. Oh, great. Well, then, well, that's a very nice. Thank you, honey. Yeah. Anish, there he is. Yeah, I'll be running into Anish one day sooner or later. Yes. Susanna W. I've had the pleasure of running into Susanna already this life. Very nice. Uh, Mia, we got, oh, the love of my life, Amelia. There she is. She seems to have assumed my name, Paul Hederman, but it's the best Paul has looked in a long, long, long time. So nice to see you. Uh, anyone else, if I missed you, I apologize. Uh, I'm going to finish. That's it. We'll see each other tomorrow for recovery and then Saturday live. And also some of the people here have, have met Z before who passed away. A great uh, friend of Zen Bitch Slap. There's going to be a memorial for him on Saturday and we'll just bring all our spirit to it. Yeah, three to six. Uh, his sons and his family, and yeah, he was a very big Nizagadada fan for his life, and uh, we miss having him for coffee, and Amelia loved to make desserts for him and stuff. So, here's the Z. Here's the Z, yes. All right, thanks, everybody. See you. Thank you. Good night.